right. You're listening to the Stream Token Podcast, a show to help people make meaningful content and pursue their streaming passions. My name is Robert Maldonado. I'm an official Twitch content creator for the Army National Guard. I'm sitting down with other creators to talk about their processes, the lessons they've learned, and how to help others. Here at the Stream Token Podcast, we learn, share, and grow together. All right, so we made it to episode two. So that is exciting. Uh, really excited to be here. Really excited for the interview. <clears throat> for today, I kind of wanted to talk about my experiences with my microphone and what you're hearing me on. And you might hear a little bit of a difference that the intro was recorded on a different microphone before I got this one. The intro was recorded on an Audio-Technica. It's AT2020 condenser microphone. And this is a Rode pod mic dynamic microphone um i should probably double check that but i've had a ton of audio issues and audio issues is probably the single hardest or most difficult thing to manage when i was first learning to stream um i first i started uh, with a blue snowball that i got from best buy from like 50 dollars it was okay, I, so I used that on my PlayStation when I used to stream off of my PlayStation directly to Twitch. I used that, and it, it didn't sound terrible, but I just didn't know how to work it, and I had this crazy issue with OBS when I first started streaming. So I like to hear my voice when I stream. I like to hear the mic monitoring. And when I started streaming on my computer, and I had mic monitoring on it was the stream would pick up the audio from the monitoring and my voice being recorded and it would like double up the inputs so it was either really really quiet or it was really really loud where it was peaking and crazy sounding so my first official stream for the army national guard it sounded ridiculous and I was a little embarrassed. So that first day after that stream, I said, okay, I'm going to get another microphone because obviously it's not me. It's the microphone. It was me. And I went and ordered a XLR microphone. So there's two different kind of ways you can go. USB mics are really simple. You plug and play. Um, most of them sound decent at the higher end, you know, in the $100 price range. Um, and you can get some really good microphones. I think... I see a ton of blue Yeti microphones on Twitch. Um, it's just a pretty good, solid microphone. A good buddy of mine who just started streaming just got one of those, and he sounds great. Um, I do have a, a, a minor background in, in music, and I play a couple instruments or used to, and I decided to go XLR route. There's a couple other things that go, that involve you need to have an interface, because you have to make the XLR somehow get to your computer, so you have to get an interface for that. So that's another cost you got to think about. And I got this condenser microphone, this AT2020. And it's a decent starter mic. I thought it sounded really good. It took me a while to figure out, because I was still a little too loud, I was still peaking a little bit. I like to have the microphone as close to my face as possible. If you guys ever see my stream, the mic, I am like, it is real close. Um... So that's what I wanted. I wanted something that was going to, I'd have a little more manual control. Um, and I thought it sounded pretty good. So I got that. 
But then I was having another issue where everything was getting picked up by my microphone. So first I went from either too quiet or peeking going crazy to hearing my dogs in the background. Um, I hear every once in a while they like jingle and they have the little collars. So you'd hear that every so often. You'd hear my wife in the background. You'd hear stuff being moved around. You'd hear the TV in the other room because I record in a office that doesn't have a door that's not too far from my living room. So it was picking up everything. And a lot of people use that type of microphone, the, my, the Audio-Technica, the condenser microphone. Actually, let me it's right next to me. Let me read exactly what it is. hear it live as we go and we all edit it out so it is a cardioid condenser microphone and like i said it's a great mic and if you are in a room or a studio or you have it's quiet or you don't have things going around maybe you've got some minor sound proofing it will sound great and if that is what's good for you that's good for you I'm not here to give anyone advice. I'm too new, nor do I know enough to give anyone advice. But this is just my experience, and uh, it didn't work for me. There was too much going on in my house. I, li I live in an apartment building. The walls are pretty thin. I can hear someone cough in the other in the other apartment, and it just the microphone picked up a lot. So I started doing some research. Uh, I thought about getting the Shure SM58 which is that's like the standard microphone anytime you see someone in concert, something like that. That is like the go-to live microphone. And it is a great sounding microphone. It's, I think it's only like a hundred bucks, something like that. Uh, so I thought about that one. But then I kind of wanted a microphone that was gonna look a little cooler. Um, and some of those microphones are really, really expensive. Um, for some reason on YouTube, when you look up, you know, dynamic microphones, because that's what I wanted—the dynamic microphone that was going to really focus on my voice and not pick up a lot of outside sounds. <laughs> YouTube does this thing where it takes like a hundred-dollar microphone, and then they compare it to the Shure SM7B four hundred-dollar microphone, and then <laughs> they they talk into each different microphone. And at the end of it, they go, "Well, yeah, you know, I really like the Shure SM7B compared to the SM58." Like, yeah, you're, you're comparing a $400 microphone to a $100 microphone. So in theory, it should sound way more expensive or way better. And I don't know. I don't know why YouTube does that. So uh, I ended up going with this Rode pod mic. So this, this mic is made for specifically for podcasting. Um, they put together this whole little package where you can get the Rode pod mic, and it's made to work. They have a Rode like pro podcaster where it's an all-in-one recording solution. And uh, the microphone's only $99. I got it off of sweetwater.com, which by the way, if you're ordering any sort of musical instrument or peripheral or microphone, I had an amazing experience with Sweetwater. They're not paying me at all to say any of this stuff, but I made the order. I got a call from a guy named Tim, super nice. Has a He worked in music and audio engineering and audio design I went to school for that um, asked me if i had any questions we talked a little bit about the microphone he was telling me when they first got him in he actually took calls for work on it really yeah super nice so super super nice in the packaging they gave me they leave candy in the packaging i don't know if that's just a thing um, but yeah there's candy and then after i got the microphone i got another call just to see how i enjoy the mic 
Uh, so really, really like them. Uh, I'm not affiliated with them at all. Like I said, they're not paying me to say any of that stuff, but um, super, super great shop experience through Sweetwater. And I'll make sure in the show notes, I'll, I'll link that. So I ended up going with this because it was the best solution for me. Uh, the pod mic, it looks great. That was one thing I wanted to, a microphone that was going to be aesthetically pleasing compared to like the SM58, which looks like a normal microphone. And that's a good solution for someone who wants a great sounding microphone. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, but I wanted something with a little more flair since I was going to be on video and recording YouTube videos and on Twitch and streaming. I wanted something that was going to look cool. And I thought this had a very unique look. Uh, so that's what that's why I ended up with this one. But it was a struggle. And audio is still a constant battle for me. The biggest challenge I'm having is making sure my levels are okay, the music's not too low, or I'm not too loud compared to the sound. So it's something I'm still growing with. But finding the right microphone for you. Like I said, I'm not here to give you advice or tell you what to do, but I highly suggest you do your research, listen to it. If there's a store close to you where you can get hands on it, see if it feels cheap. Uh, but at the end of the day, it's what sounds good to you. So hopefully this mic sounds good to you. I think it sounds pretty good. Um, there are a ton of options out there for anyone who's interested. So for today's interview, which is pretty exciting, uh, I have David Paskett from the X1 Bros. Uh, the X1 Bros podcast, I've been a fan of theirs for a couple of years now. They are, it's, I'll read straight from their website. Who are we? We are three guys who believe in being positive and hope that by doing so, we can be an influence for good. We love games, we love gaming, and we love to share a positive outlook. And their mission to improve lives by providing positive entertainment that unites diverse people through a shared love and passion of gaming. Our goal is to inspire others to game through the promotion of community, life balance, and positivity. So, super great. I am super lucky that David was nice enough to come in and talk to me. Um, had some great insights. I think after the podcast, I'm going to do a little conversation roundup and summarize kind of what I think are the key points. And he's got a great story, and I'm really looking forward to the conversation. So, David, um, how did you? So, how long have you been doing the podcast? Uh, so, we started the podcast six years ago, uh, starting March. So, it's been six years already. So, 2014, right after the Xbox One released, was when we started up. Okay. What was that like? Uh, it was fun. It was just on a whim. So I was in college uh, at the time. I was in political science. Uh, I was a political science major. I was going to do public policy. I was applying for graduate school at uh, uh, George Georgetown University. Um, in and I had to in DC. Yeah, and I had oh, to do. We could have been I neighbors. I know, right? I was recommended uh, by a professor who just really like really liked the way I wrote and stuff like that. So he was, he was recommending me. Um, but I had to do something to show, to show like, you know, what I can do or if I have work experience or whatnot. So I decided, well, I'll just, uh, there's this new podcast thing, but this was before you gotta realize six years ago, podcasts like were very niche then yeah. still too. Right. Yeah. So not everyone was doing them. Um, so I was like, well, there's this podcast thing. I'll do a podcast and a YouTube channel. So I did one uh, about a political one. And I just did it for that class is all just to show like, hey, here's my thing. 
and it got traction really quick. And I was like, well, I don't want to do, I don't want to do this about politics. I, I quickly realized that's not where I wanted to be. I didn't want to be in public policy. So I was like, well, I know how to do this thing. I enjoy doing it. Let's do it about gaming. That would be fun. Yeah. So uh, the, I told, I told my cousin and my brother and the X one bros was born. That <laughs> I, I jumped in around a hundred and episode 120. Um, I was at a school for the army and I was bored and I was listening for, I was looking for things to listen to. And I like video games. I was like, excellent bros. All right. And, uh, I don't know how long it's been since it's been good two, two, three years or so. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, we're at two, two ninety six. We just recorded last night. So that, that, yeah, that's a lot. You don't, you don't realize how many, like, it doesn't sound like that much. I mean, people have thousands, right? But. 290 is six years worth of podcasts where wow. that's straight week every yeah. week the only time we take a break is christmas yeah wow um that's a lot now did you guys just have a whole bunch of stuff flying around i know uh mcspicy has a lot of that professional equipment but did you have to buy a bunch of things or uh yeah no so we started with the uh blue mics uh the blue mm -hmm. usb uh not the snowball the yetis the Yeti? we, yeah. we all got the yetis uh and that was our first mic i already had one because i was doing the podcast thing uh and then we just slowly upgraded over time um to where we to where we are today and we have a much better setup i think and we started out we live at the time we lived really close to each other i mean we still we do we live within yeah. five minutes everybody That's um nice. and at the time same same thing but we were doing it on skype for whatever reason really <laughs> i don't know what our thought process I was and then finally we, yeah and then finally it, uh finally we decided well let's do it in person um and for those of you looking to start a podcast in person is always superior. And the reason is just because in person, there's, there's more to communication than voice. You can see the person, right? You don't have to like, it just doesn't break up. It flows a lot better, I think. So that that was actually a really good decision by us, I think, to finally move it in person. And I don't know why we didn't do it in the first place. We were just dumb. <laughs> well, if I could come see you for this in person, I would, but Utah's kind of far. <laughs> no, I mean, sometimes you're not, I mean, it's just not possible, right? but but uh, if it is possible, I th it is superior, absolutely. And, and what was the timeline like? So you start the podcast, you, you buy sure. all this equipment, and then you get into Mixer streaming. How, oh, yeah, so Mixer like? only, we've only been streaming on Mixer for two years now. Uh, so halfway through, we we're halfway through, uh, and we jumped in when Beam was there, and it was just a calculation. We started on Twitch, we were over on Twitch, um, and we're, you know, our tagline is positive gaming. Uh, Xbox beam gets bought by Microsoft and immediately it's just like, well, let's, let's just stream there. It makes sense for us. Um, Microsoft bought it. This was before any, anything was introduced with Microsoft. We end we end up getting partnered fairly, fairly quickly there. Um, and that that's been a big help, help for us, a help for our brand. I mean, the fact that our podcast is live on the Xbox dashboard every single mm -hmm. day, uh, that's that's actually one of our number one ways that we've generated traffic to our podcast. So it's been really good for the brand. Yeah, um, it's really exciting to be to be part of all that and get to hang out with you guys. Um, it's been a very interesting and unique experience. But so technically, what is your setup like? Because it looks like you have a professional studio in your house. <laughs> At least uh, it looks so like it from the camera. 
Yeah, yeah. So, um, for streaming or for the podcast itself? For, for you, for for your for me, for channel. my personal. Yeah, yeah. So, so my personal uh, stream is just a desk that I got at IKEA. Which actually, guys, don't spend you know a thousand dollars on a desk. You can make. I don't know if you've seen these, but that's where I got the idea. Just YouTube people were making these IKEA desks. And what you do is you buy a cheap IKEA kitchen countertop for like a hundred bucks. Mine is mine is seven and a half feet long, and it's like three and a half feet wide almost four feet so it's super deep and i just get you just get stands for it from ikea and it's the best desk i've ever had uh <laughs> and it just i got three monitors i got a dslr camera um and then just just some lights and are then you, uh, that does it technically for us. savvy like did you hook all this stuff up and you, you're like good to yeah. go yeah uh i mean between the three of us we all have can figure it out but now i mean when you when you stream for a while you just really get to know your yeah. equipment you get to know obs is, is what we use for streaming um obs studio uh, is what i prefer uh for streaming mm -hmm. and when you when you get to when you get it down when you get figure out how how it all works when enough stuff goes wrong <laughs> that you have to fix um yeah. it just becomes it becomes pretty natural to figure out oh this is what this is what i want to look like and and this is where we go so for for the army national guard um, streaming or Twitch channel that I'm a part of, uh, I'm sharing or we are sharing that channel. It's about ten of us, and mm -hmm. we're running into this thing where when one person joins in, the next person's the previous person's um, setup setup is all there. So every time it's my time, I have a mini heart attack because I know <laughs> none of my settings are there, and I have to go like 45 minutes early to make sure everything's back to levels the way they were. I mean, because wow. you, you guys share the X1 Bros mixer page right yeah but we do it all from our house okay. so we have we have all our own setup at our yes. individual houses um, um and then just we just share a key <laughs> has there been any moments or can you reflect on like a story where you're you log in and nothing's there or just something broke oh yeah uh i mean early on that happened all the time we would have episodes so we used to do it friday night not live uh, because, oh, maybe we, we did it some live, uh, on Twitch, but I think we stopped doing it live. Um, and we would start at 10 o'clock at night on a Friday. Uh, I don't know why it was just one of the things we decided to do early on and we'd go and it would be like around midnight and a computer would crash and we'd lose <laughs> the entire episode. Uh, and then we'd, and so we'd re-record, and the same thing would happen. And you can't just say, well, we just won't do it this week. Like you got to do it. So yeah. we would literally have the exact same conversations over and over and over uh until like two or three in the morning and that oh happened gosh. probably three or four times early on until you know just while you're figuring stuff out yeah uh, and then we got we finally got smart and got a hard a hardware backup so like a like a separate recording device okay. to back up everything on so that if that happened again yeah. we and come to find when we do that, we've never had to use the separate hardware device, right? Like we've never had to, it's never happened again, but yeah, that's crazy. But yeah, stuff, stuff like that growing pains. Oh man, yeah. it's real, but it's honestly, it makes you better. Like it makes you like you, I'm sure are learning a ton about what your settings you like, what yes. you, how your computer is going, how to work OBS, how to quickly do it. I just keep telling my wife, I need to keep buying things for work and she has allowed it. <laughs> uh, that is that is awesome. That's actually a trap that I tend to get into, and uh, uh, Spicy has to stop me all the time. So, 
So, uh, and he's like, dude, it's not about the hardware. I'm like, oh, but we could get this. We want this, you know? So, uh, that's a, that's a fun, it's a fun trap to get it to go down. <laughs> yeah. So I keep, um, uh, first of all, YouTube, I fall in these YouTube rabbit holes where all of a sudden I look up, it's two in the morning and I'm watching something about audio interfaces and I'm like, I need to go to bed. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, I just keep. I feel like I, there's so many different things and then in between there are different levels. So I'm like at the high end of entry level and I'm like, I'm so close. One more, you know, $200 purchase and I'll be there. Boom, it's mine. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, if you could, if you could redo it all over. So if it's like day one and it's six years ago and you're like, David, this is what you need to do. What would you tell mm. yourself? Uh, that, I mean, if I had the knowledge that I had now and I could transplant it in my early set in my, you know, when we were first starting, uh, I would have gone in person immediately. Um, and then we probably would have focused on building out social brands, social media brands more. I think that's where we're a little weaker. Uh, we have a really strong Facebook following. We have 20,000 followers on Facebook. Wow. Uh, you're a pretty big deal. That, yeah, but that and you're that talking that's to me right now. <laughs> but that is, and then our podcast is really strong. Um, but that's, but we don't really have. We didn't focus on YouTube. I I probably would have focused on YouTube really hard early on. Uh, and then I would have got into streaming immediately. Uh, with with Beam, like back when it was just Beam, when there were two people on it, right? Uh. So so but you don't. I mean, that's hindsight. You there's yeah. no way I could, you could ever know that. Yeah, and we all have our own path. And maybe you wouldn't be here. Maybe it wouldn't be positive gaming if that would have happened. It would no, have that's been true. Gaming. Yeah, yeah, just been here's an Xbox podcast, right? <laughs> um, yeah. Every so, all of the the reading and things like that. I just started reading um, the Thank You Economy by Gary. Mm -hmm. uh, I don't want to butcher his last name. Gary V. Yes, Gary V. There's a couple other podcasts that i listen to about content creating um everything sure. says just streaming alone is not enough that you have oh no to, it's it's absolutely not yeah if you want to grow in any capacity this youtube's pretty big as far as as having content that can be found um, mm -hmm. podcasts are pretty good that's one of the reasons why i wanted to start this but you have to pretty much diversify i was told streaming alone someone said is lazy Oh, streaming alone is lazy. Yeah. Uh, and what's funny is because if you are just streaming and you're doing it for eight hours a day, it's actually a super, super grind. Um, it's taxing. Yeah, it's super taxing. People don't people don't realize. So, for instance, um, there's all this talk out there about like the prop the problem with social media and with like millennials, for instance, uh, on social media or kids growing up in social media is there's a, this endorphin right of I mm -hmm. make a post, I get instant likes. Well, streaming is like that times a thousand yeah. because you're getting instant feedback while you're streaming based on like how many people are joining how many people are following how many and if and so you're going through it's this very emotionally draining experience that like well i got to get more follows why isn't anyone following me today i must not be good right or or how how it's just how do we do it how do we grow uh mm. streaming is streaming is very difficult that and people don't realize People there's think it's a just playing game. It's not. There's a lot out there as far as you know, mental health for gamers and how you get on this emotional roller coaster. But there's long, there's extended periods of loneliness if you're doing it full time. Um, mm. It's serious. How like the the emotional levels that you have to maintain while doing that. Oh yeah, no, absolutely, 
absolutely yeah no uh, streaming is streaming um is flawed in my view uh it's a very flawed medium it's a great medium okay. it's super entertaining but it's super super flawed so you, uh i do don't actually that? know if it's sustainable um flawed because of so. how flawed it is because if you're even when you even look at the top guys let's look at like a dr disrespect or uh -huh. a ninja or uh uh a dr lupo any anyone that's really big that's just crushing it streaming they're streaming for 15 hours a day, right? Yeah. They're streaming for 12 hours a day. If yeah. they're not streaming, they're not making money. Now, the smart ones are taking, you know, their influence and creating evergreen content elsewhere. Yeah. Uh, but it's still the bulk of their income is streaming. And if they're mm -hmm. not streaming, they're not making money. That's flawed. Um, and it's a, that's a ton of work. And, yeah. and I just... I don't know that that's sustainable. I think YouTube, uh, in fact, we just said we were having this discussion last night on the podcast. YouTube, if YouTube figures it out, YouTube is going to destroy both Mixer and Twitch. The problem is that's a big if they figure it yeah. out, right? Um, yeah. I think we're going to see an adjustment where, you know, this is this new medium. Justin TV became Twitch, just mm -hmm. took off uh, because it's super cool. The instant interaction with someone the instant entertainment with someone the va the variety of entertainment is really cool but both of these platforms are going to need to enable searchability of content and um evergreen content you've got to be able to make money on these services and not be online and yeah. no other social media platform is that the case instagram that's not the case youtube that's not the case facebook that's not the case uh only streaming it's this unique paradigm the other thing that's flawed uh in streaming and i don't mean to go on a no, soapbox fine. of streaming go, go but the other thing that i view in my mind is flawed about streaming um is searchability yes. the reason i say i wish we would have jumped in beam on day one is because if we jumped in on beam on day one we'd be one of the top streamers on mixer today the top streamers on twitch were the guys are all the guys that were there when it was just justin tv before it became twitch and you rise with the ship when we entered two years ago we we're in the top 500 of streamers uh, two years on, we've grown. We've grown at an exponential rate. But guess what? So has everybody in front of us. We are still in the top 500. We're in the exact same percentage, which is a great place to be. I'm not complaining. Yeah, I mean, that's, but if that's... I were, but but if I were to start today, how do I, how do I break into that top 500? It's almost impossible unless you're bringing an audience, a large audience, in from yeah. somewhere else. And that's 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 ultimately what's flawed with streaming is you can't be found. So. So I always tell my soldiers when they come to me with a problem that they need to come with a solution. So it, what do you think's the fix? I, th I think YouTube it, and fa even Facebook, Facebook has an advantage once they figure it out too, in that they have a, a searchable platform that's permanent, i.e. content on a Facebook page, mm -hmm. yada, 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 everyone's on Facebook. Uh, same with YouTube, YouTube has searchable content that if you're creating quality content that and you're paying attention to how algorithms work and and what people are looking for you can grow a youtube channel fairly quickly um that you just can't do anywhere else and i think the solution is mixer and twitch are both going to be forced to do something that makes you searchable that makes it so that it's not just based on numbers because un until that happens the top guys will always be we will i will always have an advantage over someone that starts today because yeah. I can just outmuscle them for the top spot on Mixer. Yeah. That's true. I mean, you're you're not wrong. It's 
it's difficult starting out and like seeing where I'm at and then seeing guys like you. I'm like, man, not necessarily do I want to be where you are because this is a different path for me. Sure, sure, sure. I can't even imagine what it's like being at your level as far as well, the pressure yeah. and the people and the things, all, all the outside stuff that we don't see other than just the couple hours that you're on stream. <laughs> yeah. And that's, I think a lot of people, I think you're thinking of it right though. Right. Like I think the fact that you're reading these books and already looking at like being on different platforms, most people don't. And it's terrible. I, I, I went down a path where uh, I now basically do it full time. Um, I stream full time, mm-hmm. uh, not all for the X one bros. You, I'm you're still working, manager. right? Yeah, I'm a community manager for Clutch. Um, no, but you're and, not. You're not doing the the college thing. No, no. This what? is my Clutch. Clutch is my full time job. Uh, I didn't as, know that. As of this last summer, yeah, they built a studio uh, here in Utah, where I live. For me, they're based out of yeah. San Francisco. But okay, uh, that is awesome. Wow. Yeah. Man. Yeah. Yeah. So, and that came because they saw the podcast. They saw mm. uh, stuff I was doing, and. They reached out and said, Hey, would you be interested? And yeah, I so, sure would. Let's so do it. how how has things changed for you? Like your personal life now that it's sure. more involved uh, with this. I'm working way more. <laughs> <laughs> wait, wait a minute. Hold on. Uh, I thought we were but going I the enjoy, other way. But I but I enjoy it. It's what I love to do. Yeah. Um and I've learned a lot. I actually this has this this has given me I, I feel like it's kind of opened my eyes to how to build, to truly build a community, what it takes to not just build a community of a few thousand listeners, right? But Clutch is trying to build a community of hundreds of millions of users, right? And what it takes to do that, what it takes to uh, really engage the community, um, what it takes to stream, you know, uh, to build a YouTube channel, to build an Instagram, Twitter, all all of those things. um, It's it's really been eye-opening and humbling. Uh, And and it all came because... For six years, we never missed a podcast. Yeah. For two years, uh, you know, waking up every single morning at 5 a.m., streaming from 5 to before I went to work in the morning, 7.30, and just being consistent. Uh, and so no matter what, I think I'm going off on a tangent again, but no matter That's what awesome. you do, uh, wh- whether you're trying to start streaming or build a YouTube channel or build a podcast, consistency is the is the key. Most podcasts and I think the average is 32 episodes. Really? Um, and there's been a lot of, I, I, I mean, I can attest to that. I've seen it. I've seen lots of podcasts start up. Uh, I've seen I've a couple heard... branch off of you guys that have started yeah. up and stopped already. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's been a lot uh, that have done that. And it's just, there's a lot more that goes into it than people realize to be successful. Uh, anyone can just do it. To do it successfully takes thought Um and, and what I'm realizing in doing it with Clutch is it has to be who you are, right? It's mm-hmm. like a doctor is a doctor. They're always yes. on call. Mm-hmm. It's got to be your whole life. It's the same. It's the same. If this is what you want, if you want to be a content creator, it's got to be your whole life. You've got to be thinking about it 24 hours a day. You've got to be willing to, you know, make a video at midnight when you're tired, but you know it's got to get out in order to rank, right? That's that's kind of got to be the thought process. And that's that's what I've really learned in the six years that's what that's ultimately what I've learned it, it you've got to be all in yeah that's that's intense I didn't know about the clutch thing um that you are such a big professional and you're talking to me right now so I appreciate, <laughs> I appreciate that wow man I'm just kind of digesting it all right now 
Yeah, I would like to go back to streaming. So I'm not, I don't mean to be negative on streaming. I think streaming is fantastic and everyone Mm -hmm. should stream. I think the mistake and even the mistake I made with the X1 bros, for instance, recently uh, we pulled back. I went from streaming five days a week in the morning. I only stream two two days a week now. Yeah. um, Because there are more valuable places to put my time that will help grow the stream. Yeah. While I'm not, it's easier to grow your stream, ironically, when you're not streaming. Then why you're streaming so i just had that epiphany or i heard it i had to think about what kind of content i was putting out there and um originally you know working full-time my job never ends i was gonna stream monday monday wednesday sundays and then yep. i just pulled it back to just wednesdays and sundays because i don't have enough time to create other content streaming three days a week yeah and i think it's going to be for the better no, it definitely will. That, from my experience, I think that is the correct decision. Absolutely. That's good to know. At least I'm on, I'm on the right path. <laughs> <laughs> I think if you you got to build an audience somewhere else and over to the stream, that's that's the key. And they all work together, right? You have mm-hmm. think of like different funnels, and these different funnels build up and work together to build you up. So the reason, some some inside baseball for me, um, they we so the National Guard. Um, we have a, for, a Facebook group with all recruiters in the United States. And someone posted, does anyone like video games and streams? Uh, we're looking to put together a National Guard Bureau Twitch channel uh, for the Army National Guard. And I just, I clicked, uh, I play video games and I have streamed, but I'm not anywhere professional. And the guy called me and said, hey, we're looking for one more slot. Um, would you be interested in doing it? And I said, yes, but I am fully unprepared. So that was like a Saturday. <laughs> On Monday, I went to Best Buy and bought a $2,000 PC. <laughs> oh, there you go, man. Yeah, I got an i9 and 2080 Super. Um, and I was like, honey, I need this for work. Um, I got an XLR mic. Uh, I went back and forth with a, a, a USB interface and some mixers. And I had a, had a whole bunch of issues. But I want to create a professional-looking product because mm. at some point, they may say, hey, um, we want to hire a couple of you guys to do this full-time. Yeah. And if I can do that for the military full-time and just focus on that and still have a military career, um, they're talking about... So Army Army Esports has a professional um, team, competitive esports team. Um, there may be an opportunity to do something like that. So I am trying to grow and learn. Um, McSpicy has been super helpful. I, I message him. Every once in a while, McSpicy, I don't know what I'm doing. Can you please help me? And you're like, yeah, sure, man. Just give me, just give me a couple minutes. Um, yeah, there's been a couple other guys. That stuff. A couple other guys that have reached out because there is a ton of content about how to stream, what you should use, but it's not really focused very well, and everyone has different opinions. Yeah. Um, so I'm kind of just trying to navigate it, and I, I'm what? fortunate that there are guys like you that are out there giving out good advice. Yeah, well, I think I th- so. For instance, I think I think it's starting to t- kind of slowly unify behind like the view on how to be successful. Because, for instance, like if if you were to talk to the top guys on on Mixer, on Twitch, on YouTube Gaming, where, wherever, I, I would say Mixer and Twitch primarily. Mm-hmm. Let's just say Twitch, right? They've not had to experience, they're big. Chances are, now there are some that aren't, but chances are they're big because they were there when it was just in TV. That is almost universally the case when any big name that you talk about on Twitch, it's because they were there 
when it when they were when they were big um mm-hmm. i mean when justin tv was twitch right before anyone was there and they just rose with the ship and so their advice is always stream more um make sure you're passionate about your games uh make sure you love the game that you play which i think is important from an entertainment value but you gotta realize they're just looking at entertainment they've never had to look at how do i grow because yeah. they've grown with the platform um they've not started from zero after a platform is big and figured out how do you crack into you know that yeah. platform you know and so it's a little bit different of advice and i think it's finally starting to be unified around you know people seeing like there's differences right there's yeah it's different how to grow on twitch than than what you've been told for a while do you do you think so you being a variety streamer um, yeah do you think that's more difficult than just picking like one specific like i only oh, stream destiny Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's it's much more difficult. Uh, it, it depends what you're trying to do, though, too, right? So mm-hmm. it does. It would not benefit our brand, the X1 Bros brand, to stream just one game um, yes. because we are an Xbox podcast. So we're usually streaming a variety of games. We switch it up. It's basically whatever we're interested in or whatever the community's playing, we're, we're playing, right? Mm-hmm. Um, for a while, that was Forza. For a while, that was Minecraft. For a while, that was PUBG, right? Like, yeah. You're falling hard into Vigor lately. Vigor is my jam. That game. <laughs> well, it's the Tarkov, the Tarkov of the console. A very casual Tarkov version. Light. Tarkov Light. Yeah, yeah, it's just so good. I think those games are the next big games. There's also a strategic part of it that not a lot of people consider. Um, so when I'm streaming, we stream on Mixer, and the same principle applies for Twitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I've I've been doing YouTube. I've, the reason I'm thinking about this stuff is I'm doing these how-to YouTube videos for Clutch, trying to help okay. people people grow uh, that way. But I'm just giving away our secrets. Like so, <laughs> so the what I do when I sit down and stream, I really don't have the freedom to stream whatever I want. I stream mm-hmm. the game that I think I can rank in, meaning really? what game can I play that I can be on the top row in Mixer. Okay. Pro- Ideally, that I could be in that number one spot. I would be in. I would rather be in the number one spot on a game yes. like Halo Five Guardians. Yes. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people are watching that game, but I'm in that number one spot. So everyone that does jump in to see Halo Five, they're gonna click on me, right? Yeah. Rather than be ten rows down on PUBG, where a lot of people are viewing, no one's going ten rows down to view me mm-hmm. on PUBG. No one's going yeah. ten rows down on Apex to view me. So there's a strategy there. So I'm playing now. I'm I have the benefit of with the X1 Bros, we have a larger we have a large audience. Yeah, that we can muscle into, you know, top 15 games. Yeah, and get in that top row. But for instance, when we were starting up with Clutch, I didn't have that. It was mm-hmm. we were starting over from scratch, and so I had to choose games that uh, for Clutch I play a lot of Madden, and the reason I play a lot of Madden, I'd like Madden, yes, but the reason yeah. I play a lot of Madden. Is because on those days I can rank the num- be in the number one spot in Madden, okay. And that's how you grow. That's yeah. how that's a growth strategy on Mixer that I've utilized uh, to get followers while while I'm streaming. If I'm streaming for four hours and I get only two followers, that's a waste of four hours. Yeah. Like I could get that on YouTube. I could get that on Instagram by posting a picture, right? Yeah. Um. I you've got to get I you know. I view like 50 to 100 followers in a four hour period. That's 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 more worth it. Um, wow. And I think you should have more than that. And the only way that you can do that is by bringing people in from other platforms, number one. And number two, if you're brand new, you've got to rank in whatever game you're streaming. Uh, okay. 
So ready, if I were to stream, if I were to sit down, even with the F X1 Bros, and I were to stream Apex right now, and I was to stream a game that nobody's streaming, Civilization yeah. Six, yeah. in a four-hour span, I would get way more followers from Civilization Six than I would from Apex. Even though way more people are interested in Apex, it's a way more popular game, yeah. but no one's finding me. Even as popular as we are, we're getting lost in the noise. Yeah, that's uh, that's really good advice. So, but David, we are we're at the thirty-minute mark. Oh, oh, I apologize. <laughs> yeah, it I flew by. All your time. It, wow, that went really fast. I have, so much, I have so much more to say. <laughs> <laughs> well, eventually, we can we can come back around and do a part two if you're still interested. Well, um, hey, man, I I appreciate it. I appreciate having having me on. Hopefully, I didn't. Uh... No, this was this was a wealth of knowledge and wisdom, and uh, it's it's really helpful for me. So can you tell everyone where they can find you, um, where you're going to be at when you stream? Sure. Like that? So X1 Bros is our podcast. If you just search Xbox or Xbox One on iTunes, we come up number one. Uh, my Instagram is X1 The Gamer, X number one The Gamer. Um, and then you can also follow YouTube, uh, Clutch, Clutch.Win on YouTube. If you're ever interested, I'm doing these, these types of videos where I just give way like, Here's what I'm doing. Here's what I think you should do to grow your stream. Here's what you should do to grow your community. Um, and come join come join us on Clutch YouTube and download the Clutch app for that matter. I'm going to plug the Clutch app. I think 2020, honestly, it's social media for gamers. And I think 2020, if you're starting streaming, that's the place, the best place to grow your community uh, is on the Clutch app. It's, it's just clips from your games that you upload and you share with everybody. It's Instagram for gaming. That's the best way yeah. to describe it. It's this super week. awesome. I will have content on clutch. Boom. There we go. <laughs> I will rep I will repost it. <laughs> yeah, okay. okay. Uh, like I said, David, I appreciate you. Thank you for stopping by. And uh, until next time, guys, it's been my pleasure to serve. So we are almost done with episode two. Honestly, I wasn't sure if I was going to make it this far, uh, but super privileged to have great people in my life that have been nice enough to come help me out and be on the podcast and let me pick their brain and talk to them. So I hope you guys get some value from it. Um, I really enjoyed talking about consistency. That's probably the biggest thing that I'm trying to keep up with is making sure that I have committed to these schedules and I am doing what I say I'm going to be doing. Uh, I would like to do a podcast in person. That would be pretty cool if I can find someone that's local and be willing to sit down and we can, we can record together. Um, I too also have an Ikea desk, so it's good. I think David had some really great points about focusing on social media brands and focusing on things like YouTube. So some really great nuggets of wisdom. So thank you, David. Again, David Paskett is the host of the Excellent Bros podcast and also Clutch.Win community manager. Uh, find me on Clutch. I've got my profile. I've just learned how to do some cool things on Clutch. So my profile is Maldo underscore Rob. Just like all of my other handles, you can find me on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, Maldo underscore Rob. Remember, I stream Wednesday and Sunday evenings from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Eastern. Hopefully, I'll see you guys there. Again, everyone, thank you so much who tuned in, who listened. Let me know what you guys think of the podcast. So this time, for real... Until next time, it's been my pleasure to serve. Have a great day, guys.